No. Okay, one more time. Turn to your person, anywhere near you, in front of you, behind you, say, you're a leader. Say, tell somebody they're a leader. Go ahead. Thank you. I need to, That's what I was waiting for. Nobody said I was a leader. You guys are just sitting there telling each other. You said the person next to you. You're not next to us. I'm, well, well, he's kind of in front of us. How far away do you have to be from somebody to not be next to him? <laughs> okay, now you said that. Now, now I want you to say next to that, the person that just told you that you were a leader, tell, tell that person that they were born to lead. No, like, say it with an exclamation point. You were born to lead. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Now, I want you guys to say back to that next person. We'll lead already. We'll lead already. We'll lead already. How's that going? Is that moving? We're ready to start. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, I need you guys to say, what is a leader? What is a leader? We need to define this, okay? What? You guys have some answers already, so this is really good. Okay, I want to start with Hob. Hob, what's a leader, man? Okay. Somebody that, that tells people the way they should live? Is that what you're saying? Cool. Okay. What about you, Phil? A leader is where you can trust them and you give them your honor. You vote for them. Like, trust them, to be a honor. Leader. Okay. And you uh, just give them all your honor. And then. Cool. And that uh, you know that they'll be a good person for you to lead. Or for them to lead you? Okay. That's good. That's really good. Okay. What do you have, Steve? Stevie. I have slow, man. Good. Um, a leader is where people follow you. Like God, he's a leader, and we okay. follow him. Okay. So the like follow the leader? Yeah, follow the leader. The leader could be either, you know, so Whoever's out in front is the leader? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Amber Riffo. It's like um, a leader's like when you're relying on someone to like show you, show you and do the right thing. Okay. What kind of characteristics do you think a leader should have? Her, um, responsibility. Power. Responsibility. Power. Power. Power is good. Power. What did you say, Hop? Power of girls. I thought you said something. No. Oh. Friendly. Friendly? Okay. Strict. All right. Hey, I just want to let's define a couple of these things. What what a leader? What is a leader? As a noun, um, it's actually a guide, a guiding or directing head as of an army, movement, or political group. Some of you guys mentioned like you mentioned God. Somebody mentioned like you vote for him. I assume you were talking about like the president or something. Okay, cool. All right. What about as a verb? Can a leader be used as a verb? As a verb, it's to afford pa- a passage to a place. That pass leads directly to the house. Okay. What's the next one? To go first, to be in advance, as in the band will lead and the troops will follow. Okay. To result in tend toward, usually followed by to the 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 incident led to his resignation. One remark often leads to another. You see, it leads in. It, it basically foreshadows something as a verb. Okay, and the last one is to take the direct, the directing or principal part. 
So how does this apply to what you guys were, were thinking in your definitions of a leader? Does, does this fit well? Yeah. Do you think there's anything else we can add to this? Loyalty? You, yeah, that's good. You mentioned that earlier. Loyalty? Good. Okay. Well, who do you think of? Let's name some persons. Who are some persons you think of as leaders? Little Caesar? Like the, the pizza that we just ate? Yeah, just <laughs> hey, they might be the leader in pizza making. Who knows? You know? Someone that goes before and sets a sta- Basically, somebody that goes before and sets a standard of how to do something. What? Easy E? <laughs> Say it, huh? Brandon. Okay. Who else? Who else? Who's some prominent figures in our society today that are leaders? Amber. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Your older siblings. God. Yeah. Huh? Your mom and dad. Yeah. Leaders. Obama? Definitely. Obama. He's the leader of the country. Right. Okay. Okay. What about okay? Our society. Who are lead- Who's like? Who's some leaders in music? Who's the leader in, in pop music right now? Michael Jackson. Bon no, he was the leader in pop music. Bon Jovi, okay. That, that's more like rock. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> that's a leader? Oh my gosh, what are we in for now? <laughs> what? Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, what, now who, who are some leaders? Let's change this, turn a corner here to the, the non secular side. Who are some Christian music like uh, leaders right now? TFK, yes. Who else? Seventh Day Slumber. Seventh Day, yes. Nice, love it. Skillet. Disciples. Huh? This Sunday? This Sunday? That's the name of the band? Oh. Seven days. That wasn't what they were called. I think they were called Seven, seven Day Sunday, weren't they? Every Day Sunday. Every Day Sunday. Isn't there a band called Flyleaf? Yeah, Flyleaf. Flyleaf. What? Hannah Montana. I was talking about the Christian side of things. <laughs> what? Disciple. About what? Flyleaf? Flyleaf rocks, man. Uh, have you listened to her yet? No. She just came out with a new CD. And, and pretty cool. In fact, David Crowder came out with a new CD, and her and him like did a song together. It's pretty sweet. Well, you're talking different styles of music too now, right? But, boy, you guys are into music. That's the thing of this generation, isn't it? Music? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can do that or not, because... Um, I'm being recorded, <laughs> so I can't tell you. I can't confirm or deny that, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. 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 Make it quick. All right. So let's turn our focus up here again. Okay. You guys, uh, we're talking about leaders, and now everything that we just talked about in the very beginning. I told you guys to tell the person next to you that you're a leader. How does that measure up to what we were just talking about? Do you guys feel like leaders? No. It was kind of odd to make to have me make you say I'm a leader, right? Well, why don't you guys feel like leaders? What's why? Why don't you guys feel like leaders? What are some reasonings there? I don't feel like leaders because usually kids don't like to listen to me. They look like they look like they don't trust me. 
<laughs> okay? They look like they don't trust you. All right, Steve. All right. Huh? Um, I don't feel like a leader because of how people judge me. Okay. <laughs> cool. I understand. I don't know. Would you do me a favor and straighten your chair out just a little bit for me? Thanks. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice. Now, you guys, listen to this just for a second, okay? Let me speak at you for a second here. Okay? We all have influence. Say, I have influence. I have influence. Over somebody else. Over somebody else. In my life. In my life. And I will give. I will give. Ed $100. Ed $100. <laughs> All right, that was, that was good. Monopoly, <laughs> now, do you think I have influence over you guys? Do I have influence in your lives? No. I don't? Yes. I do? Good. I do, because I just got you to say you're going to give me $100, didn't I? What if I only give you 100 Now, that'll work. That'll work, man. Give me 100 of whatever you have, as long as it's not your smell. Uh, <laughs> So I want you all to ask yourselves these questions tonight. Because if we all have influence over somebody else, I want you to ask yourselves these questions right here. If everybody was like me, what would the world look like? Don't answer that right now. Just ask yourself that question. If everybody in the world was like me, what would the world look like? How would the school be different? How would my family act? Would things be be better or worse? Yeah, no, have you guys actually no, really. Uh, Steve, I'm gonna I'm gonna move you guys if you don't calm down a little bit here. Now how many how many of you guys did you guys actually answer those questions in your own heart? Now how many don't without telling me what you did, how many of you guys feel like those were negative answers that you came up with? Those were negative, huh? How many of those? How many of you guys feel like positive about most of these questions? That's that's really that's sad. That's really sad. Everybody, most of us, I'd say probably eighty percent of us, ninety percent of us in here raised our hands on the negative side of these things. It doesn't have to be that way, guys. And we don't need to. We, that's the that's the problem with this generation and your generation, guys. Is that you have people look down on you? They tell you how to do things, but they do, they tell you all these things, and they don't build up your self esteem. Your self esteem. You guys don't feel like you can. If it came down to it, you take this to the ultimate part. You guys probably feel like you would never accomplish anything in your life. But I'm I'm telling you tonight that because of the Word of God and with what what's said in the Word of God, if we get into it, it'll tell you that all of you guys have a purpose for the being here on this earth, and you can all lead and influence and change the way things are happening in our society today. But we can't let the voices come in and tell us that we're that we're lazy, that we're bums, that the world sucks because of us. <laughs> the world does not suck because of us. But we can do something to change it. You can do something to change your friends. Yep. I'm serious, guys. Honest, no, that's, that's for you guys to know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I want to be one of those people. I believe God has chosen each one of us here tonight to have an impact in our world. And who here wants to be satisfied with their life? When you get to be crusty and old like me, how many of you guys want to be satisfied with your life I'm not saying you have to look like me I'm just saying when you get old like me you guys want to be sat- you all want to be satisfied right everybody's hand in here everybody wants to be satisfied well how do you define that 
What does that look like? You know, I'm not asking you what you want to do with your life here, so don't answer that question. I want to know how you would know that you were satisfied when you were doing it. How would you know? Because you'd be laughing? Are you satisfied right now? How would you know in the future what satisfaction is? When you're happy every time. When you're happy, okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. What satisfies you guys right now? What makes you happy? Food. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah. My good friends. Your good friends, rather than your bad friends. That's good. Okay. Being at school and here. That's great. Church here. Church, great. Church here. Being with the Ed Ball. Would you guys, what would you say that if, if you got a chance to do the thing that you enjoy the most for the rest of your life, would that be satisfaction? You'd get sick of it? Hmm. I think that the ultimate satisfaction comes when you're doing what you're meant to do. When, you're, when you get along in life and you start doing things, you know, you might work at a job that you're really excited about, but it gets dull after a while. You're satisfied for that time. But what about an ultimate lifelong goal? When you get to the end of your days and you're, you're, you're on your deathbed, would you, I want, wouldn't you want to just lay there going, I've lived a full life. I've lived an exciting life. I know I've fulfilled the purposes of God for myself. Wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be satisfaction? Make your bucket lists, man. See, guys, some of us here tonight have callings that we don't even know about yet. How many of you guys know what your calling is in life? You know what your calling is? What is your calling? Being a chef. Being a chef. Bang, baby. A comp? A cop. COP? Nice. Citizens on patrol, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Being bald is your goal in life. Amen, brother. Being bald. Bald is a sign of wisdom and, and baldness. So, <laughs> Pat, uh, Phil, sorry. Yeah, uh, do you know? Do you know absolutely what your calling is in life? Okay, what, is, what do you think it is? Okay, nice. Do you guys think that, that God might actually have something bigger than what you think? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be a firefighter. In fact, God probably, and quite possibly, could call you to be a firefighter. But He could call you to be the best firefighter. He can call you to be the best cop, the best chef, and doing it all for the glory of God. So going beyond just what's in front of you and taking it a step further for the kingdom of God will bring ultimate satisfaction, especially when you're doing it for Jesus. What? A doctor, man, dude, that'd be hot. I'll root for you, man. All the way. I want to own my own restaurant, like okay. I want to buy my own business and make homemade food. Nice. Now, how many of you guys here tonight, if you could know right now what God's lifelong calling is for you at this very moment, would want to know? If you could know what your lifelong goal is, God's calling for your life would want to know that tonight. 
that would. You would want to know what your lifelong calling is. You'd want to know. You would? It'd be kind of nice to know, huh? It'd kind of give us some direction. <laughs> it would be kind of nice. But you know what? I think that if God was to tell us right now what your lifelong calling is, you would either freak out so much that you would do everything you could to avoid it, <laughs> or that you would do... <laughs> I'm serious, man. Or, or you'd be so ecstatic that you'd try to go out and do it on your own and foul it all up. <laughs> yeah, or God would... If He showed you right now, you'd freak out so much, you'd be like, oh my gosh, and it's a lot. I've seen it happen. I've seen prophecies happen over somebody where it could be a direct prophecy and it could be totally accurate over somebody. Somebody, I remember somebody saying to this, these people over here, they were on this side of the room, they said, you know, God is telling me right now that you guys are going to be youth pastors. You guys have something to do with wow. youth. And they looked at, at this person, I'm saying me, it wasn't me, but they looked at this person and, and they all, they freaked out. I never saw them again. Never saw them again. Now that prophecy might have been totally accurate, but it could have been a totally wrong timing too. See, what if God was to tell you something like that right now and totally off timing? It could really freak you out. Maybe God's right now preparing you to be the best firefighter, to be the best cop. Maybe that's why He hasn't shown you beyond that yet. But that's a good start. We all got to have goals. We all have to have starts. We've got to make sure that we don't try to limit God in what He's calling us for us. All right? Awesome, man. Awesome. You know, we're going to cover some of these things. So yeah, just pay attention here, and we're gonna. I'm gonna answer some of your questions, man. That's good. That's really good. The thing is that most of us are always being prepared for the next leg of our journey into our own specific callings. But one thing you guys got to remember that's for certain, and we can read it all over the New Testament that God has called every one of us in here, especially youth. You guys are all youth in here. You know what youth are? It's basically anybody under thirty. <laughs> Darn, I missed that one. But anyways. <laughs> You guys are all youth. But the Bible says especially that youth are to be the ones that set the examples and be the leaders for even the older generation. Now how does that make you feel? <laughs> Crazy? How about a little bit more responsibility on your shoulders? <laughs> Maybe some time, a little bit of growing up that we have to do a little bit here? Check out this scripture up here. Um, you know what? It's uh, 2 Timothy 4.12. I believe that's the correct address. Somebody read that for me. I will. Go for it. Uh, Travis, go ahead. You get Don't the next one. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you teach and the way you live in your love, your faith, and your purity. Stephen, take the next part. KMSG. And don't let anyone put you down because you're young. Teach believers with your life, by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith. That's the message translation. They're the same scripture, just in different um, translations. But this, this is more of a paraphrase. Well, they're both paraphrases, but I like the, how the message put it. Don't let anybody put you down because you're young. Teach believers with your life, by your word, by your demeanor, by love. Basically, what it's saying is that people don't care how much you know. They want to know, they, they want to know how much you care. They want to see your actions. They want to see how much you love God by the way you act. How does that make you feel? Don't answer that. <laughs> There's a story in the Bible that actually talks about somebody who was ready to do what, what he was created to do when it was time. It's in the Gospel of Matthew. You all know what Matthew, where Matthew is, right? It's the first book of the... 
Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. Good job. Right on. And this is a story about a guy named Simon Peter. Anybody ever heard of that guy? Simon Peter? He's one of Jesus' original 12 disciples. Uh, Simon Peter, basically this, a regular Joe, a fisherman, which is, it was like a huge uh, job that, or thing that people did back in the day. Um, you know, basically hanging out on his boat with his brother. He was, he was just trying to earn a living catching some fish, right? So check out this scripture. One day he's out fishing, right? And this guy shows up. One day as Jesus was walking along the shore beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon also called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, fishing with a net, for they were fishing. fishing. They're fishing. And what happens? Jesus walks up, right? They're out there, they're just fishing, and all of a sudden this guy walks up and he says, Hey, hey guys, come over here, follow me! Guess what happens? Peter discovers right there and there his, his calling in life. And what happens? You know, Jesus called. He answered. Next thing you know, Peter's walking with Jesus. In fact, let's look at the next scripture, Matthew four nineteen. Jesus called out to them, Come be my disciples, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and went with him. Being a fisherman back in the day was, a, was good money for being a... Yeah. That was one of the best jobs you could have out there, right? And they upped and left to go follow Jesus. But here's the thing about Peter. He followed. He was obviously ready for this moment in time, right? He, he was a, he's a rash guy. He's a, you guys know the stories about Peter? There's lots of stories in the New Testament about Peter. He was the one that cut off the, the soldier's ear when, when they came, for, uh, came after Jesus. And Jesus picks up his ear and puts the, puts the ear back on the soldier. Remember that guy? Yeah. How about this one? Well, you were, we're, we're going to hit that scripture here in a second. But he's the guy that walked out in the water to follow after Jesus and sunk. <laughs> he, he was just a rash and he was a passionate guy. He was so in love with the things that he was passionate about, he was willing to just cast off restraint and go after him, right? Um, so here, here we, he has this one request, come follow me. And Simon, Simon Peter, he also had the perfect character to rally people to the, to the early church. He had the confidence to get others excited about what was going on. See, when you get passionate about something, you get excited about something, it liberates you. It makes other people around you excited to be well around you and excited about the things that you're excited about. So if we get excited about Jesus and the things that, that he's done for us and the things that we can do for him, and you know, it's going to spread like wildfire. So we've got we to constantly reflect in ourselves and say, God, am I, am I being the person you want me to be? Am I being passionate in the right places? Am I more passionate about my music, music than I am about you? If that's the case, maybe we just need to you know, up it a notch. Maybe give God a little bit more time. I'm not saying cut down on your music, but maybe up your time with Jesus a little bit. You hear what I'm saying? And after a while, Jesus is going to minister to you, and he's going to tell you about the things that you need to, to work on. And maybe, maybe your music time will come down a little bit. But you know what, guys? Anytime you give up, I've said this a million times, anytime you ever give up something for Jesus, he'll, never, he'll always replace it with something better. Anything you give up for Jesus, he'll replace with something better. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's going to be worth it. It'll be so worth it. Okay, let's look at this next passage. It's pretty big, so let's, let's see if we can break it up. There's three slides, um, so I want three people to take each slide. Who wants to start? Okay, Travis, who's that? Is that Phil? Travis, Phil, and Stephen. You take the last slide? Okay, you take the second slide? And I read this one? You read this one. 
Okay? This is Matthew 14, 22 through 31. Go ahead, Trav. 240. You don't have to read the numbers. Just, oh, yeah. immediately after this, Jesus made his, made his disciples get back into the boat and across the, to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. Afterward, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night will, while he fell asleep there, wait, sorry, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind has risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them, walking on the water. Go ahead, Phil, take it from there. From walking on the water? You win the, and then we'll change slides. When the disciples saw him, they screamed in terror, thinking he was a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them. Once it's all right, he said, I'm here, don't be afraid. That Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you by walking on water. All right, come, Jesus said. Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards toward Jesus. But when he looked around at the high waves, he was terrified and began to sing, save me. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Lord, instantly Jesus reached out his hand and grabbed him. You don't have much faith, Jesus. You don't have much faith, Jesus said. I'm sorry, I got cut off there. The next part it said after the after this, Peter uh, joined Jesus and soon began to exhibit leadership skills among the disciples. So. My phone is on. Can I show it off real quick? No. It's on the noise. Well, if I hear it, then we'll ignore it. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, you didn't hear it? No. Nope. Okay, here's the next, the next thing. At, at this point, Peter is showing some leadership example. He's, he's showing his passion for Jesus. What's he do? He sees Jesus on the water, and he hops out of the boat and tries to go after Jesus by walking on the water, right? And there's, there's tons of sermons that have been preached about the, the faith that Peter had and, and didn't have. But let's look at the next scripture, Matthew 16, 13. Um, now I'm going to go ahead and read this one. It says, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do the people say that Son of Man is? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, Well, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, What? You are the Messiah. You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It was was right there at that time that Jesus did something a little unprecedented. He flat out told Peter his job. He even changed Peter's name. Can you imagine me going to Stephen and say, You will no longer be Stephen. You are going to be Bob. <laughs> oh, just Bob's your know, common name, spelt the same forward and backwards. But okay, Jeffrey, thank you. Well, <laughs> he, it was kind of like Jesus was not only changing his name; he was giving him a new title. If Simon Peter was his real name. He said, "This is what he said after that." Jesus replied, "You are a blessed man, Simon, 
son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You do not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Can you imagine that? What if somebody said that you are the reason my church is going to be huge years from now? Jesus jumped in right there and told Peter, Trav, come on, told Peter that his lifelong goal was going to be to build the church of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine what, the, what today might look like if it wasn't for Peter? The Greek word for Peter is Petra, which means rock. He became, Peter became the driving force of the early church, guys. He told Jesus his story everywhere he went, and he actually helped the church to get organized. Um, the, here's the last scripture, and I'll let somebody else read it. Acts 2, 38-41. Anybody else that wants to read that hasn't read yet? Do you want to read? You want to, you got, one of you guys want to say it? Okay, Acts 2, 38 through 41. Go ahead, Amber. This is after Jesus died and rose again. Peter is telling every. Jesus told the disciples, he said, um, when, when I go away, go to the upper room and pray for the Holy Spirit who will remind you of all things that I've said to you. And, um, and they've received the power of the Holy Spirit. They're all talking in tongues. And now Peter is telling other people how they can be, have the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives to change their world. You think Peter was crazy and passionate while Jesus was alive? Think about how crazy and passionate he was after the Holy Spirit came in and filled him. Guys, the Apostle Peter was a master of using his own God-given talent for exactly the job that Jesus gave him to do. If anybody else in the Bible knows what he's talking about, it's this guy. And he wrote the verse that we discussed earlier about using, whether, um, using whatever gifts you have to serve others. This guy was doing just that. He was using the gifts of the Holy Spirit to serve others. You want to be truly fulfilled? If you're feeling really down in the dumps, go do something for somebody else. That'll lift your spirit. In fact, you feel really bad, really bad about how bad your life is? Go to the hospital. (laughs) Walk down the, the roads where people are dying because of AIDS or they have some kind of cancer and they can't live. But don't go walk down it just to make yourself... I mean, you can't, go, you can't walk into those one of the rooms and try to feel better about yourself. But it gives you a perspective on your life that it's, it could be worse. But how exciting would it be to walk in then at that point, knowing where you are, and just go and help somebody. I mean, it's fulfilling. Your life gets changed. In fact, I think we're going to do that. We're going to go for... We're going to go to the hospital ward up here. We're going to go right in now? and visit some people. Can we go right now? Yeah, we're all going to hop in the car. No, we're not going to hop in the car right now. Shoot, I'll give someone a heart attack. But you know what? You guys can do that on your own. You don't have to do it with other people. Be the leader. Step up. In fact, if you want to do it, ask a bunch of your friends and just take two or three and go down to the, the wing, the, the, the senior wing at the... But what if we say hi and surprise them? We might have a heart attack. You know what? That's using your head, huh? How would you would you actually go into somebody's room that has has a heart problem and go surprise happy birthday? I mean no, you got yeah that's where you got to grow up a little bit use some wisdom. Thank you very much. Okay, okay so here you go, guys. There's the big question: How can you know 
the job that God created you for? How can you know? How can you know in your knower? Huh? How can you know that you know in your knower? That's, that's where you know things, right? In your knower? <laughs> I'm going to give you three really easy things that you can do, okay? And no particular order, but God gives us hints along the way. He's already given you an urge to be a firefighter, given you an urge to be a police officer, a cook, a tractor, doctor. I'm not that good at cooking. Guys, the Bible says that, um, that He will give us the desires of our heart if we make the kingdom of God our number one priority. He will give you the desires of your heart. You know what happens when you get a passion about Jesus and a passion for God in your life and you start living for Him? Your desires are there because of your love for Jesus Christ. And Jesus will put those desires in your heart. You may think they're your own desires, but you know what? God's got a little inside activity there. You know what I'm saying? Here you go. Number one, God gives us hints. Peter had hints of his job or purpose in life and he was certain of it when Jesus called him. Number two, listen. Actually, the, the, the third one is ask God, and we should probably switch these around, but um, let's, yeah, in fact, why don't we do that? Ask God is number two. He'll point you in the direction of your purpose, and if you follow him, and he will lead you down a path that, that will prepare you for your lifelong purpose. But you have to ask. And then number three, you've got to listen. That's, that's the reason God gave us one mouth and two ears, right? <laughs> If you're asking for something, guys, and this goes not only in your prayer life, but really, I've known a lot of people that ask you questions and they don't shut up long enough to hear the answer. <laughs> but that needs to happen with us. The Bible talks about quiet times and going into your closet. In fact, times of worship, I had you guys spread out because that's when we have intimate time with Jesus. But if we're being distracted by people around us and God wants to talk to us, but our friends are, and we're not telling our friends to shut up because I'm having time with God, you know. We gotta, we gotta take some action. We gotta take some leadership and step up. Step up. Turn to your friend and say, "Step it up." Step it up, Stephen. Step it up. <laughs> Peter discovered his purpose by listening when God spoke through others. Guys, that's another way to, to know the purpose for your life, or the purpose, your calling. What do other people say about you? And this is what I want to do right now. You guys have, I know it's, uh, it's 820, but I have one more activity. Are you guys cool with one more activity? You're like, finally, he's done talking to me. Well, actually, this activity, this activity would be really good. And I need everybody to have a piece of paper. So, Okay. Huh? I got, I'll, no. Everybody needs one piece of paper. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's contaminated. No, the paper's not contaminated. Okay, now who needs a pin? All right. Now you guys all have something to write on because you're gonna have to write on something. You have to write on this paper. So make sure you have something hard. Yeah. 
Punxsy Tony. That's right, Jeffrey. Sit down. Yeah. If I need it back when you're done. Cool. You'd like a pony? Yeah, you can use that. Now, here's the thing. As we're writing, nobody... You go ahead and throw up the, the step, step number one. The first rule is that nobody can look at the other person's paper. What if you have two papers? What's the first rule? Nobody looks at what the other people are writing, okay? This is what you're going to do. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're all here to focus. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Write down as many words as you can think of to describe yourself in a positive way. Okay. Now, guys, I need you guys to be serious in this moment. This is a serious, serious time, and this is for you. Nobody else can look at each other's paper, okay? Write down multiple words that you can think of to describe yourself in a positive way. As many as you want. This can be aspects of yourself that you like, characteristics that you wish you had. You can also write godly characteristics that you already possess or that godly characteristics that you want in your own life. Okay, so just take a few minutes to write that down. You guys done? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Now I want everybody to take one of these sheets. I'll pass them on. Okay, sorry. Here you go. No, no, hang on to those for right now. Everybody gets one of these sheets. These sheets have stickers on them. They're labels. Now listen, listen close. These are not to be used for anything else but this activity right now, okay? So listen. What we're going to do is we're going to have one person come up front. We're going to have one person come up front. Or actually, they don't have to come up front. Let's just, we're going to pick one person. You're going to write two words, two positive words. In fact, we'll throw up the, the second part here. Did everybody get one? You, thank you. Everybody write a one or two words describing that person on, on the label and hold on to that label. Okay, so everybody in this room, you're going to take one label. One label is going to be for Javier. Oh, so and we have to write a name that describes everybody? No, you're going to, for each person. Yeah. One to two words that describes each person in a, guys, here you go, in a positive way. I don't want any, I don't want any of these, you know, animal words like you're a monkey or whatever, okay? Not fat. Not fat. Skinny. Not skinny. <laughs> positive words, okay? Do you need some examples? Okay. 
Okay, let's go. Let's let's all start over here on this side of the room. Everybody, start with one label. Write one or two words that describes Hav. Yes. Positive, positive words. Use your own judgment. Would that person think that you were joking or being positive if you wrote that? Okay, now let's move on to Pat. One or two words that describes Pat on the next label. Sunshine. Okay, let's move to the back of the room here. Uh, let's go to the Brandon. One or two words that describe Brandon. Positive, descriptive words. He has... Sounds like you said head lice. <laughs> head lights. <laughs> no. Have we gone to Philip yet? I don't think we hit Phil. We did? No, we did. Okay. Okay, let's go to Philip on the next label. Do I have to do it Yeah. For yourself? No, you don't have to write one for yourself unless you want to. You, you're, you can if you want. Next one will be Travis. Hmm? Next one's Steven. No, Travis, next year. I said Travis already. Yeah. We're talking positive here. I don't want to hear any negative stuff like that. Come on. You guys done with Steven? One or two. Very Let's move on to Tyler next. Who keeps throwing batteries at me? They're falling off of your stand. Oh, man. I thought so. Yeah. Throwing batteries at me. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Tiana. Tiana's next. No, you don't have to write one about yourself unless you want to. Who was after Steven? Tyler? Tyler? Are we supposed yeah. to put our names on it? No. Oh, because I see we're going to pass it around to you and get it right now. Who's after Tyler? Tiana. Okay. okay. After, after you're done with writing two on for Tiana, let's move to Amber. Um, let's see here. I don't know. Just think of, just if you don't know her, then just... From her appearance, write two positive things about her. It's okay. Are y'all are y'all done with Amber? Last one. Okay, we have Lawrence. Yeah. Y'all want to do Kayla? He's just trying to get the candy shop. Take me to the candy shop. 
<laughs> okay, after Lawrence, do one for Kayla. Man, my pen, I'm going to spank you, pen. Thank you, Ed. Save the day. I'm done. All right. Kayla is. Now, here's the deal. Are you all done? Yeah. Okay. Hav, you done? I'm excited. All right. Hav, come on up here real quick. This is how this is going to work. All right, come right, on. Okay, you all know this. He was number two, or number four, right? No, he was, I was number four. Oh, I thought he was okay. He's no, because number, then we went. I thought we went to Brandon. Two. We went to Brandon, then me. Yeah, because we so went. He's number four. We went to Hov, to Pat, right? Yeah, so you're number four. He should be the fourth label that you have. Okay, well, whatever what's one you have for him, close your eyes. Now, everybody, everybody, pay attention. I want you to stand. Come on up here. Stick that label on. Oh, I get it. Philip. Okay. Kangaroo. Uh, who is kangaroo? He. <laughs> I don't know who kangaroo is. is kangaroo. <laughs> Wait. I'm, what am I? Don't look, Paul. Oh shoot. Um, be looking there. Hey, don't move. Oh, this is hamster. Dude, no. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, keep your eyes closed so you don't know who's putting what on you. Be careful on the guy. Alright, everybody got his? Hey, okay, let's go to... Go ahead and sit down. Go back to your spot. You're good. What are you looking for? I didn't see anything. Oh, here it is. Here you go, man. All right, yeah, Hoff, come on up. Everybody, close. I think his. All right, close your eyes. Close your. It's off. Okay, come on up, everybody. Put your stickers on them. That belong to him. She got a unibrow. Put a unibrow. Good. Nice. Kangaroo, I see. I see we got. Quiet. Yeah, I got a staff. You got a couple quiets and nice on you. Athletic. Oh. How do that? Nice and friendly. No. All right, go have a seat, man. Where, dude? Come on, you gotta keep going. Straightforward. You're good. No, you're good. Keep going. Keep going. There's your stand. There's your music stand right in front of you. There you go. Yeah, your pizza's right by your right foot. Don't step back. You just stepped on it. <laughs> okay. Pat, come on up, bro. Come on up, man. I think you're a pickle. Okay. Come on up. What's his name? Pat. Hey, Stephen, hold his hands up. That's Pat. Pat. Has your the eyes. I should have been more specific. Okay, <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> no, sorry, Pat. I just got one of your stickers because this guy's blind over here. <laughs> no, that's me. Put that I'm going to take these off. That's good. sticking to his eyebrow. He's getting his eyebrow waxed. <laughs> you know that's off, right? <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Uh, hey, Brandon, you're next, bro. Come on up. Give her out. 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 Give her out.
<laughs> we can just go to him too. It's all good. No, it's keep it off his face, dude. Gotta see, he can't All right, from here we go to Travis, right? Come on, Trav. Close your eyes, dude. Be gentle. <laughs> nice. Leave it to the sister. Just so you all know, you can stop talking to the mic because it's off. Okay. <laughs> it is kind of funny, huh? <laughs> My turn. Uh, uh, Steven's up. <laughs> Go ahead. He goes, Goose. No. How come people are afraid to touch you? <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right, you can sit down, dude. Can I read them? Yeah. Okay, uh, I think Tyler's up. Hey! I am not waiting! Hit the one on the forehead. Let's go. Pepperoni. That was your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Hey, pickles. I'll knock your eyes out. Can you hear me okay? Who wants the guitar? Dude, you're supposed to keep them on, Flipper. <laughs> nice. Alright. Sweet. Okay. I think Tiana's up. Right? No, you're next, girl. Come on up. You gotta get up. I know, man. <laughs> You are. Oh, You're next. Okay, Amber's next. Yeah, come here, Amber. Come on, go stick her up. Oh, yeah, golf balls. Come here, golf balls. No, golf balls. <laughs> Where's Tiana? Nice. Thank you. Nice to meet you, golf balls. Get away. I'm putting on your Vicks vapor. <laughs> no, you gotta keep it on. Sorry, Lawrence. I don't want both. Okay, we got Lawrence coming up. Put this on my head. Peanut. Oh, that's me. Peanut. 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 Pe
Alright. Alright, Kayla, come on up, girl. Get yourself stuck. Okay, where'd they all go? You should be scared now that you did that. Let me see how it's going. Yeah, I'm smart. Nice. Alright guys, go ahead and have a seat. Look at what you got. See what people put about you. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Alright. That's gonna be really funny that y'all get break y'all's guy all you guys start breaking out right where the stickers are. Tomorrow and the next day you guys are all gonna have zits right there. I put goose, I don't know if it's We're gonna do uh one more thing. Kayla, I skipped that that video. We're gonna do that in here in a second, but um so what do you guys think? Do you like some of the things that people labeled you as? Yeah, except for two goose and lazy. Nice. What do you have? Funny, 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 nice, funny, funny. Silly shady. Slim shady. All right. I want you guys to take off the ones right now. Take the ones that you don't like and shred them. Shred them. Shred it. Oh, thanks. Thanks, man. Take your labels if you want and stick them on that paper no. that you wrote about yourself. Turtle wax. Yeah, hang on to them. Turtle wax. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I wrote turtle wax. Turtle wax? Compare those, okay. guys. Guys. I ask you the question. Yes. Who put intelligent on me? Well, it doesn't matter. Sorry, you're not. I'm just trying to make cheats out of you. Guys, how did these compare to what you wrote about yourselves? Uh huh. Funny. Did they compare? Funny. Yeah. Do they compare? Except for the lazy part. Hey, that's no fair, small. Nice. Not nice. There's no peanut on you. Not a. I wrote Stephen for large peanut. Good job, guys. I want you to go ahead and find your seats. Like your turtle wax? Yeah, I like my turtle wax. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> nice, yeah. Hey, I might be bald, but I can squint faster than any one of you here. <laughs> I have the aerodynamics. Guys, here's what you need to do. The question you need to ask yourself is this. Will I believe what God says about me and what I know is true about myself? Or will I just believe what others labeled me to be? People label you guys stuff, huh? Hey. People could have put a lot of bad things on these stickers. You guys could have wrote and written some bad things, but we stayed positive. Right? Sit down. Everybody have your seat. Find your seat. I wrote Brandon Hot Wheels. I wrote him Find your seat, please. You wrote me lazy. We're going to do one last thing. Okay. It's a video. I want to show you this video. We were talking about how we can influence people. Okay, we, can, we have influence over other people. We have influence on how they think about themselves. We have influence. What about that nerd in high school that we all make fun of, right? 
<laughs> How do you know that that kid doesn't go home every night and want to kill himself, Travis? That's not helpful. We have influence. These kind of things, when we start talking to people in the positive ways, we lift them up and we'll start being the Christians that we're supposed to be. The Bible says that they will know we are Christians by our love for one another. What are we showing the world, guys, about our Christianity? So many people out there think that Christianity is a whole bunch of hypocrites getting together to talk about things that they don't even believe. What are we proving to them? I want to show you this video and take a gander at it and think about how this might apply to you in your own life. There you go. Ten yards, move it, move it. Let's go, let's go, Matt. Let's go, let's go, Jonathan. Show me something. Ten yards, show me some power. No knees, keep your knees off the ground. Show me something. There we go. Ten yards, show me some muscle. Show me some power. Give me some heart. Let's go. Very good, boy. Very good. Let's run it back. Oh, 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 so, Coach, how strong is Westview this year? A lot stronger than we are. You already written Friday night down as a loss, Brock? Well, not if I know we could beat them. Come here, Brock. You too, Jeremy. What, am I in trouble now? Not yet. I want to see you do the death crawl again, except I want to see your absolute best. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want me to go to the 30? I think you can go to the 50. 50. I can go to the 50 if nobody's on my back. I think you can do it with Jeremy on your back. But even if you can, I want you to promise me you're going to do your best. All right. Your best. Okay. You going to give me your best? I'm going to give you my best. All right, one more thing. I want you to do it blindfolded. Why? Because I don't want you giving up at a certain point when you can go further. Get down. Jeremy, get on his back. <laughs> Get a good tight hold, Jeremy. All right, let's go, Brock. Give your knees off the ground, just your hands and feet. There you go. A little bit left, a little bit left. There you go. Show me good effort. That way, Brock. You keep coming. There you go. It's a good start. A little bit left, a little bit left. There you go, Brock. Good strength. That's it, Brock. That's it. Not the 20 yet? Forget the 20. You give me your best. You keep going. That's it. No, don't stop, Brock. You got more in you than that. I ain't done. Just rest in a second. You gotta keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Don't quit till you got nothing left. There you go. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Your very best. Your very best. Your very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. Keep driving it. Keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. That's it. Your very best. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Don't quit till you got nothing left. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. I want everything you got. Come on, keep going. It hurts. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. 
Keep driving. There you go. There you go. He's heavy. I know he's heavy. But I have strength. Then you negotiate with your buddy to find more strength. But don't you give up on me, Brock. You keep going. You hear me? You keep going. You're doing good. You keep going. Do not quit on me. You keep going. I don't know why that cut out, but let's let's go ahead and take it from there. But you guys, uh, you guys see this movie? At the end there, the coach is telling him, don't tell me that you can't do it, Brock. He said, the point was, he said to Brock, he said, you have influence over this whole team. You, have a, you can lead this team. But if you're acting like you're a loser, then everyone's going to follow you. And you're, you're going to take this whole team down with you. This is the point here tonight, guys, is that we have such influence over other people that we can, we can ultimately, a lot of times, be the difference in whether a person lives or dies. We don't know who's cutting. We don't know who has a, a life at home where their, their family's beating them. There's a secret life that a lot of us, that a lot of people at the high school that you run into every day have that we don't, you don't even know about. What they need is you showing the love of Christ. They need you being the example. However that may look, that might not be you standing on a soapbox in the middle of the quad saying, you know, everyone gets saved, you're going to hell, you know. <laughs> People get saved today by what's called relational evangelism. You need to befriend somebody. Be cool with them. Father God, tonight we, we've gone a little over time and uh, we've, we've driven our, our point home, God, and we know that you have called us all to be leaders God, I pray that you cause us to be the one that stands up in the group of friends and tells and, and be the one that, that goes against the grain. When the peer pressure is coming in, God, I pray that you cause us to stand up, rise up, and tell everybody to knock it off. That we're not gonna we're not gonna go forward with this because we know what's true, we know what's noble, we know what's lovely. God, tonight, God, I pray that you challenge us, God. I pray that tonight as we go from here, Lord God, that even in our next day at school tomorrow, Lord, that we would see people in a different light, that we would see people and know that we can actually be a change. We can, we can be Jesus to these people, Lord God. Not that we are Jesus, but we can show the love of God. God, show us how to do that. Show us how to be the example. Show us how to be leaders. Show us how to grow up. God, I thank you for the new year. And I thank you that... Uh, for the calling and the things that you have for this youth group and for everybody that's, that attends this youth group. God, I pray that you continue to grow it. And I pray that you continue to use us as ambassadors to a world that needs you. God, uh, God, take us from here tonight, Lord God. Take us up in our walk with you. And thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. I'll stay in touch with you because uh, we might be going back to a weekly service here probably by the end of the month. Um, so stay in touch, all right? Have a good night. God bless.